Yes. But do y'all hear that intro? Do y'all hear this instrumental? Shout out to my homeboy Jermaine Hart Soul for lacing me with this. This is the official theme to ooh that '90s R&B show. <laughs> I like the way I said that. I'm gonna say it again. Ooh, that '90s R&B show. <laughs> Every now and then I bring that radio back out. Every now and then I bring it back out. But this is going to be a very, very, very cool show. Um, this is episode one. And on these shows, not only am I going to share some R&B music that I probably was digging throughout the 90s, but I'm also going to bring on those artists that made the music. And during this show, I'm going to bring in Buddy White from Intro. Now, if you guys follow me on Instagram, which is at J-U-S-T-D-A-R-Y-L-E, that's at just Daryl, you'll see about a month or two ago, I posted, you know, I've been doing this flashback Friday thing and, and I posted like some of my favorite groups, not only from the 90s, but, you know, from all time, just to, you know, give people a little bit more about me. And when I made that post on intro, so many people connected that I really felt like I needed to reach out. Well, I reached out to Buddy, ended up getting an interview, ended up catching an early screening of the documentary. So you're gonna hear a little bit about that, but he also shared a little bit about how Intro got their beginnings and his time with Kenny. Um, the full interview though, won't be dropping until May, like toward the end of May, because the documentary drops in June. And we don't want to spoil anything. Don't want to spoil anything. So this is just a taste of that. You'll get a taste of that on YouTube. Uh, where can I find it on YouTube? Go to They Might Be Taping, just like it's supposed to be. They Might Be Taping on YouTube. I have all the links and everything in the description here. But, man, go there and check it out, man. You'll see the intro uh, video. Well, you'll see the video that I did with Buddy and... um. You know, you'll hear the audio here, but I thank you guys for vibing with me. Again, this is going to be a monthly thing. Ooh, that 90s R&B show. And um, <laughs> we're just going to be sharing some good music. I think I'm going to kick this show off, though. Um, I'm not going to kick it off with an intro song. It's, it's going to be a lot of intro during this show. But I'm going to kick this show off with Letitia. It ain't easy. Now, some of you might be wondering, what is that? Who is Letitia? Well, you're getting ready to hear. Um. Her father was in the Temptations, you know, Ollie Woodson was her father. So, yeah, you know, a little fact right there. You know, she was signed to Motown. But anyway, we're going to start this thing off from 1991. Letitia, it ain't easy. Jermaine, you're a fool for this intro.
Thank you. 
I tell you guys, each and every time we turn on this microphone, expect magic to happen. I'm featuring one of my favorite. I, as a matter of fact, I posted about two or three months ago on a Flashback Friday, my favorite groups of the 90s. That list consisted of Mint Condition, it consisted of Jodeci, and it consisted of Intro. And I'll let you guys know that Intro was probably the group out of all of those groups I just named with, that I probably would be fit more in. Well, we have a documentary getting ready to drop. It's getting ready to be new music getting ready to drop. And I'm honored to have one of the founding members of the group, Mr. Buddy White. What's going on? Now, hold on, let me bring the, let me bring our good friend in. Yeah, what's what's up? going on, buddy? What's up, Daryl, man? I'm chilling, man. How you doing today, man? Man, I'm feeling good, brother. I'm honored. And, awesome. and I'm, it, I'm honored for you to be mm -hmm. here. This is a pleasure right now. This is a pleasure. Thanks. Thank you. So Same how here, have man. you been holding up? How have you been holding up during this, during the COVID? Man, I've been holding up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just, just down, just down in here, putting together the um, soundtrack to the documentary and mm -hmm. putting the final touches on the documentary. Actually got on a plane for the first time in a year uh, last week. And um, I've just been staying safe, just being at home, you know, in with the family and, you know, just... Yeah, man, it's just staying alive. <laughs> staying alive, man. Keep it. Yep. I feel like I've I've been blessed and honored to not only have the opportunity to catch an early screening of that documentary. Okay. I learned so much about this group that I love that I didn't know, and I even saw some parts on there that you even said you didn't even know. What? Tell That's... me about that process in making that documentary. <laughs> yeah, shout out to um, Jason Evans of. Uh, in the flicks films 3041 and um when i watched the documentary like 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 i'm serious like the the stuff that coco was saying you know i i knew we had dated but i didn't know that she was writing songs for me and stuff like that <laughs> and um yeah it, you know some of the things that i heard from the people at the record company i didn't know what was going on at, at the label with the a and r's and stuff like that i learned that through watching the documentary i always wondered but i actually learned Mm. from watching the documentary and uh yeah jason's trap he's traveled everywhere he went been out to alabama to interview kenny's family he went out to annapolis maryland to interview my father um north carolina you know just everywhere man and um it's actually been we started a year before COVID kicked off mm. so we had to slow it down and, and do it like safely and bring it to completion Good. well you know the beautiful part about this this documentary is it it tells the story of intro and in telling the story there's always a beginning now i found out i, I kind of read a long time ago that you guys met actually when you were in the military can you talk a little bit about that experience oh yeah um, I was in the Army down in um, North Carolina. I was in the 82nd Airborne Division. I had a friend named Ken Thomas, and he told me about a friend of his named Kenny Green that could sing. And he said, yo, I told Kenny that you know how to play the piano. You guys really should meet up. You got a really good voice and um, see what y'all could come up with. So that following week, um, I met Kenny on that Friday. And um, right right off the top, I was like, yo, man, who's the, who, who's the dopest R&B singer? I thought he was going to say Babyface because Babyface had an album that came out that week. And he's, he's looked at me and he's like, I am. And I had, never heard him, I had never heard him sing before. So I was like, all right, cool, man. 
So the following, uh, two days later, we went over to the recreation center that had a piano, and I, I started playing just chords that I knew, and he started writing and singing things from his head like I never heard before, and um, it pretty much started like that. I want everybody that's listening, that's tuning into this to really understand how special this really is. Like for myself, Intro was a group that when I first saw Let Me Be, I literally ran, my first little check went to trying to buy everything that looked like what they looked like. Um, oh man. Well, you told a beautiful story that really, as soon as you said it, I busted out laughing because I knew exactly who you were talking about. You were sitting there and you were talking and you was like, man, this lady was sitting there and she was like, yeah, dudes ain't, you know, dudes ain't shit, dudes ain't shit. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you, you, you broke it down. You was like, oh, yeah, that was Mary J. Blige. Mary Talk about your J. time writing with Mary and, and, and doing some um, production for her. Well, I pretty much, I just did like background vocals. Like Kenny did the, the writing on those songs because he had wrote those songs with Dave Hall, you know. In a, in, in a lot of interviews, I give ourselves credit on it because I was there for the vocal arrangements and okay. throwing pieces in and pieces there. But I got to give credit where, where it's due, man. He pinned them out. And um, myself and Terry Robinson, mm -hmm. she would be there to help on the background. She was from the girls. She was an uptown artist as well. And um, together, between her, Mary, Kitty, and myself, you know, we put those records together. And it was just always a good time. It was just always fun, and, and the work was real quick because Mary came in knowing the songs, and um, we demoed them up as intro songs without voices, but she took them in and she did some really amazing things to it. And, you know, no. I would love to work with her again, man. I, 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 wanna, I would love to be in the studio with Mary for just like two weeks. I, That's I, exactly what I was getting ready to ask serious, you. Serious, man? Yeah, I, I, I would love to be... I already have the title of the album and everything. I'll, I'll, not only do I have the title of the album, I already have the title song written, and it's called "This Is the 411." Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anybody watching this thing, I'm letting y'all know that now. Everybody, let's just buzz Mary. Please, please. <laughs> we, so. we, let's try to get this thing I, done. Cause I just need two weeks. I just need two weeks. I, I have ten songs done in two weeks. Y'all hear yep. that? And some of them will be, will, will be written by Kenny Green because I have so many songs from the, the Kenny Green catalog that I can mm. let her listen to, bring in modern producers, and it's right back to reminisce, my love, love no limit, you don't have to worry. Like that flavor right there that, that people, you know, like to see her doing. Now, to, to hit this part that I'm getting ready to hit, we got to jump forward a little bit to just okay. to take a little back skip. There's a song that you guys, what you said in a, I heard you say this in a couple interviews that she had three slots open for some songs. Right. And if she would have took that fourth slot, can you let people know what that fourth slot would have been? Let me be the one. <laughs> mm. Yep, we, we, we turned over, let me be the one. But um, Puffy said that they only needed, they only need three of the songs out of the four. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we kept that one, though. <laughs> I'm glad you kept that too. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we kept that one right there. I would have yeah, loved that... to have had reminisce too, but you know. Ugh. I can imagine. Do you still have any of those demos where you guys sang under those? Oh, any of those songs? 
Dave and Eddie have, they have they, them. I, 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 if I go through my cassette tapes, I'll find it. But back then, it was like leaving the studio with a cassette. It wasn't leaving with that's a CD right. because there was no CDs at the time. It wasn't like email me the song because everything like, it was like, yo, burn me a cassette. They burn you a cassette and you leave. I got a big bag around here. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start looking for that stuff. Yeah, you got to start digging, buddy. You got to start uh -huh. digging, man. <laughs> you know, hey, that's that music nerd in me right there. Like, oh, Not what here. you got in that bag? <laughs> On um that first album, I'll tell you, when I first started making, um, trying to do a little production and writing love notes and stuff, that was before my grandmother told me. She was like, love notes are actually songs if you structure them properly. I would always write love notes and attach tapes to it and um oh, wow. eventually i ended up making a show called night rides and slow jams that is that but when i was younger when i would attach these tapes i guarantee you that 50 percent of them love notes that i sent out i all had that first album on them man because <laughs> you guys wrote like just the most beautiful love songs mm -hmm. And just, if you broke up with somebody, you had them, you know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. leave me. You know what I'm saying? You just, you just go to it like, hey, I'm thinking about you. And the last time we made love, and, you know, it's off the song, but. Yeah. <laughs> it, but when you but when you play these songs, it tells a story. Mm -hmm. It tells a story. And I really, man, it's just something about intro that just connected to the heart that I feel like mm -hmm. this generation that's really getting into because now it's like. It's a thing for everybody to say, oh, I like 90s R&B. If you like 90s R&B and you don't bring intro into that, you really don't know what 90s R&B. Oh, man. You guys are the foundation of that. You guys fuse hip-hop with R&B, and y'all made it real cool, really for a lot of people, in my Thank opinion. You. Thank you. We were, we were going through heartbreaks when, um, when we did that first album. I could tell. I, I just broke up with my fiance. When I broke up, I was dumped again. <laughs> you know i just spent too much time with music man you know and um i don't leave me came about i was sitting in the kitchen at eddie's house talking to my little brother and i heard his track playing and i just started posting and pencil and stuff and g was like yo what you what you what you working on what you doing what you doing and then he'll take it and listen to it then off and running with it like bam it's out of here let's go with recording let's go downstairs and record it and Yep. I watched the Donnie Simpson interview you guys did many years ago. Um, I hear you talk in different interviews. I, I've heard other people discuss how quick Kenny was with the pen. Almost Tupac-like. Just quick. He's fast, yep. He just Can you go behind the mic and just do a turn the mic on. And he just be there. Okay, play this part. Play this back. Blah, 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 and then he just starts summoning us. Yo, Jeff, come in here. Yo, buddy, come in here. They're like, do we gonna do this? Blah, 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 blah. Like, within an hour, like, say, like, songs like Let Me Be The One and Love Things, uh -huh. like, vocally, those songs took us, like, maybe an hour and a half to do, two hours. Like, because it's just the chorus, the lead, yep. and then, uh, like, a B section. And then that was it. On to the next song, you know. Sometimes we would record two, three songs a day. That's how we ended up with so many songs. We have so much unreleased material, you know, and I, I know the people that have it and they feel like they own it and stuff like that. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's just songs until they attach it to the vehicle. So I just, yeah. you know. What would you like to leave intro fans with right now? Um, I would just like to, you know, thank them for supporting us for over 25 years. I like to, um, 
let them know that the documentary is on its way. New music is on its way. My daughter just came downstairs. <laughs> That's why that chair is moving by itself right there. Hey, Lauren. And um, tell her hi. Come say hi, please. Hi, Dick. hi everyone. Hi, buddy. <laughs> you can't hear them, but they heard you. Cool. Oh, back to back to the people, back to the listeners. Yeah, man. Okay. Please check us out. Follow us, please. You know we appreciate all your support. Once this clears up, I'm hoping that we can come back out and do some live performances. And um, yeah, man. I appreciate you, your time. Man. I really thank you, thank you for thank this you. again. Um, I didn't. I didn't want you to rehash a lot of stuff that you've already done. But I really oh. appreciate your time. I'm so thankful mm-hmm. for you uh, taking the time out to get down with me. So thank you, brother. Thank you, John. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks okay. for sharing your platform with me. Thank you.
Before we get up out of here, buddy, please tell me what's your favorite song on that first album. Don't leave me, wow, hands down, man. Don't leave my favorite song on that album, no doubt. Well, yeah. since Don't Leave Me is his favorite song on the album, the, the song that we're getting ready to feature for you guys right now. As a matter of fact, I'm going to let Buddy intro it. Go ahead and take it away, Buddy. Okay. Hey, what's up? This is Buddy White from the R&B group intro, and this is Don't Leave Me. You're all that I want. You're all that I need. Please, don't leave me. 
You're all I 
you're all that I want.